0: hello hello Ollie. how are you oh I'm I'm alive how are you
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I I too am alive and I I've had a really uh I've had an amazing week actually Uh in in many ways um I kind of yeah, started to make the most of the, you know, going outside for half an hour, 45 minutes a day.
0: Okay. Sure um enough. So,
1: hold on, hold on. Cuz I had stopped doing it, well, for you, for about Yeah, a month. you hadn't
0: done it at, at all really, had you? Um uh, no, barely. And um Well, maybe we should quickly say just in case people are listening to this in the future from either the the kind of wreckage that is planet Earth, or the newly, um, you know, back to normal society that we are in lockdown at the moment because of uh, hashtag Corona, and it is yeah week. Hmm, I think it's week seven for me, mm. um, and I think I'm a week behind. you a week you. behind, yeah. Um, but yeah. So although you have been able to you you have a government allotted hour of exercise a day but you you hadn't really been taking advantage of it until this week
1: yeah and so i i was heading out and it was beautiful sunshine in london and yeah i was getting out for even just that 45 minutes of And what I found was because there's obviously so many families in London and people without gardens or balconies and it's the families with children that that must be, you know, I can't, it must be a real struggle. Um, But as a result, when you walk to the parks, often it's as if, you know, the Rolling Stones are about to get on stage in like 40 (laughs) minutes and everyone's getting ready. It's like, whoa! (laughs) Play
0: play their new lockdown song. Yeah, but, but
1: um i do you know what i heard the tail end of it on the radio yesterday yeah um
0: yeah that's enough bub. yeah okay
1: <laughs> uh, um but it they're just busy and it, no, that's nobody's fault at all that's it's that's just that's the fault. space yeah and that's the space that this city has but so instead i've just been kind of taking myself down residential streets that I haven't walked down in the past and each day taking a different turning um peering through windows. Peering through windows, knocking on doors, trying to spread the good word. Have you I've been going to Ollie, I've it's taken to doing door to door phone of friend marketing. Oh. So I'm like, I knock on the door, I stand two meters back and I say, Hello, I'd just like to see if you've heard about the um the new podcast with George Ezra and Ollie amen <laughs> Do you have a moment shut the door.
0: Do you have a moment to talk about podcasts? And like, no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. and i leave a pamphlet with them oh, um, well thank you i mean yeah. it,
0: grassroots is really i think that's where we're yeah. gonna find our uh audience yeah. is by going i've started um because obviously i live in spain uh an english language podcast about mental health um <laughs> from a a pop star uh, that has... Well, you, uh, you, I mean, you've written a song about Barcelona, but would it be fair to say it's not one of your main markets? Uh,
1: yeah, it would be fair to say I know fuck all about that city other than the fact that I enjoy going there.
0: Yeah, um, but I've been Is going Is that
1: around... a crass way of putting that?
0: No, you what? You know fuck all about that city? That's
1: fine. <laughs> no, do you know what? Actually, I would, I would say I know a fair bit from a tourist point of view. I feel as if I know a fair bit about Barcelona. Well...
0: Um, Oh, we should do a quiz. Um, yeah. What's the Roman name for Barcelona? Um, I c- I can't. Um, I don't know that. Uh, I'm just checking that I didn't that I <laughs> got it wrong. Uh, Barcino or Barcino oh. or Barcino, however you say it. Uh, one more question, then we can get back to like your life and whatever. Um, the beaches in Barcelona. What mm-hmm. are they on
1: loan? The beaches in Barcelona are on loan. Different uh, elements of the beach, the palm trees, the sand. I think the water is owned. <laughs> but Well, maybe not owned, but I think it's, um, no, it's you know, local it, it's stock. It's
0: imported, it's not on loan. No one is yes. anticipating the return of the sand.
1: But it's still pretty amazing, isn't it?
0: I, no, I wish I'd never brought this up.
1: Honestly, just like regardless that is pretty amazing that you can rent a beach essentially well no city. because you're not
0: renting it it's when you <laughs> when you I, presumably they bought the sand from somewhere so when you buy something do you just think of it i as reckon renting? it's on tick <laughs> well i mean to be fair it might be in some way <laughs> can we tick a beach oh do you reckon yeah. we could tick a beach worth of sand
1: <laughs> Do, bruv sort us out could you just sort us out with just a nice kind of mild stretch of beach yeah and i promise
0: i'll I get i don't it usually Sunday. do this you know i don't usually tick this sort of thing but you, right. you
1: know i'm good for it bruv <laughs> um yeah <laughs> yeah so um yes yeah, so i've been walking down residential strolls. streets yeah i'm going door to door which i'm not really i'm social distancing all the way um and that has been doing me good. I have also, Ollie. Actually, the reality of my kind of door-to-door sales of the podcast is I've guest appeared on two podcasts. So oh, I, yeah. um, I know I had Zoom interviews. What podcasts never really feel like interviews, but mm. um, they feel just so more like convos. Cha- like, yeah, it sounds like I'm listening in on two friends having a chat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Uh, So one with Jay Rayner, and um, Jay Rayner, for our overseas listeners, um, is a food critic. He's a musician, a writer, and he has a podcast called Out for Lunch, where he takes his guests to beautiful restaurants, um, and they eat, and they chat. And he has now modified the show to be in for lunch, uh, while we're all self-isolating and quarantining. So... There was a Deliveroo set up and he very... I had no idea what to expect food-wise and... um, Did he
0: ask any um, sort of dietary requirement questions or if you're a veggie or...
1: Yeah, I just said, I mean, veggie if you can, but don't worry too much. Like, if I'm going to be missing out on something... Yeah, just send me something nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I mean, anything that isn't... Lentils. You know... Yeah, let's not go down that road yeah. again. And obviously, naturally, we ended up talking about fucking lentils of on course. Jay Rayner's show. Um, but he was very complimentary about this show, which was, you know, lovely. Yeah. And um, I believe that actually goes out today. So oh. a week before this goes out, I believe that is now out. Um, and then on Friday, I was the guest on Fern Cotton's mm. Happy Place podcast. Um which I was quite nervous about. Oh, yeah? Um, have you, well, have you, had you listened to it before? I have certainly listened to her show before, but also when I first ever did Radio 1's Live Lounge, or even stepped foot in the BBC radio building, Fern was the host for that Live Lounge show. Yeah. And I kind of spoke to her about this at the top of my interview with her. Uh, last week but the nerves that that show induced in myself and many other musicians I believe hmm. it's yeah I kind of don't ever look back on Live Lounge with kind of positive thoughts oh, I really? just picture me kind of yeah the blood draining Sweaty from my face palms. and yeah yeah and um yeah very nerve-wracking so there's something about her aura that just it suddenly <laughs> it every time back. i see her yeah 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 so like she was um she'll still present uh christmas top of the pops in the past when that's been on and i've done that and there's just something about seeing her and she's got this really lovely warm smile that says hey you know isn't this great and but in the back of my head I'm like oh <laughs> gosh what's going on um but I'd, so there's that as well she was always this very cool uh you know person on my tv screen and I still find it very weird that I get to you Just know speak talk to. to her from time to time and say hello yeah um and again I met her um son and daughter which was really sweet on zoom uh-huh. um and Rex her son has been keeping busy doing a lot of lego And um, I was like, got really animated about that. You too about About your hobbies. Well, then I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, no way. Last year, I built a tower bridge out of Lego. And I think he kind of looked at me like, like, oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, I'm making pirate ships, bruv. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. he was like, yeah. Yeah. So, um... (laughs) But that was all amazing. And it's meant that over the last seven days, I've been kept, you know, busy and Yeah, just had bits going on, which has been really nice. And then also I hosted the pub quiz again on Saturday. Um, How did it go? Yeah, it was what I realised was actually the quiz really isn't very important. People just want to get (laughs) pissed with their friends. (laughs) Um, So there comes a point where you go like, I thought something that would be nice on a pub quiz in a cute way would be um, one of the questions you just say like, oh, what's your favourite meal? and then everyone's right everyone gets a point and then it means when you go through the answers everyone just that, has a that's opportunity the sort of thing to... that would drive me mad really Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> what what kind of question is that <laughs> well it's just everyone gets a point or nobody gets a point it's just the conversation <laughs> starter
0: yeah but again well at, th- at that point you might as well just say like should we have a break from the quiz <laughs> Yeah, I was just trying to be cute. Uh, listen, you're a cute and snuggly guy. Um, I've yeah. ne- I'll never, ever deny that. But um, yeah. I th- And also, I get the sense that you put quite a lot of uh, work into your quiz, the quiz questions. Mm. Um, Too much. Yeah, maybe if you're going to be quizmaster again, remember that after round two, they're already off their faces and don't really care, so... You can kind of the quality of the quiz can go down.
1: Yeah, I spent hours of each evening trying to perfect it, and then we got (laughs) to it, and I was like, "No uh, one cares. (laughs) This isn't that. This isn't anyone's fault other than yours, George. (laughs) Like, you can't be annoyed with these people. You did this. Yeah. um, So, anyway. Well. um, But Ollie, I am aware that we tried, or you know, we were going to record this yesterday. Yes. Um, on Monday, and you weren't feeling in the mood to be kind of entertaining, as it were. So I assume that the two of us have had quite different weeks. Yeah.
0: Um. Firstly, I just want to preempt any uh, listeners going like, well, oh, he's not being entertaining now. So, you know, that sort of joke, you know, that kind of joke, <laughs> where it's like, Ollie didn't want to, he wasn't in the mood to be entertaining, and then be like, well, is he ever?" um (laughs) i just want to say i i acknowledge that that is a potential response um and it's very funny and it doesn't hurt me um so yeah to be honest it's been a strange difficult week i suppose i find it uh, i was thinking about kind of how to talk about this in the podcast and I realized how much harder I find it to talk about, you know, being... Even now, I'm struggling to say what I w- want to say, which is is feeling depressed. I've, I avoid saying that all the time. I always say, like, oh, I just felt a bit low or whatever. Mm. And I think it's because with anxiety, there's, like, big events or big sensations that I can describe... But for the majority of the week, it's been a sort of absence of any strong feelings. That's been the main defining feature. I mean, I, when I wake up in the morning, I feel pretty good, and the day is full of potential. And also at night... That sounds like the worst blues song ever. I know.
1: <laughs> wake up, I in wake morning, up in the morning, feel pretty good. I feel pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> days full of potential. Yes. Yeah. Um, Come on.
0: But then at night... Uh, well, no. Sorry. At, at night, I also feel okay. Because I'm like, well, the day's done. All you have to do now is unwind and and then go to bed or whatever. But it's the middle of the day feels very, very long. And I am I mean, of course, the obvious thing here that uh, I should acknowledge is that I've been in lockdown for nearly two months now. And, and in Spain, we can't leave the flat at all, at least for now. That is apparently going to change next weekend, which is exciting. But yeah, so uh, I've... I've not been able to go outdoors for a long time and that is probably contributing to my mood but uh, I think this I these things these kinds of mood swings do have happened previously but usually my reaction to it would be to go out and go for a walk and kind of get out of my head a bit and obviously that's quite difficult to do at the moment. But it's just, yeah, again, I find it very hard to talk about because, and again, this is probably a sign of how how much more we need to do to kind of take some of the stigma away from this. I find it really hard to say, you know, I felt very depressed because, I don't know, I'm always kind of thinking what do you have to be sad about or um kind of chastising myself for feeling this way which is not helpful and if anyone if anyone told me they were doing that i would say you can't do that to yourself but we have different (laughs) rules for ourselves and for others it seems um and uh i think part i don't know even though I'm on antidepressants, I still find it hard to say I have these issues or whatever, because it's always, it feels, it feels like such a big word in, in a way that anxiety doesn't, maybe because it's thrown around a lot, although both are, but for some reason I feel much more at home talking about panic attacks and stuff and you know shitting myself on meds um actually not <laughs> shitting myself i want to d- make clear d- d- i never d- shit d- myself <laughs> i just had liquid ass uh was a do difference. D- but
1: do you because even you just saying that you have a different set of standards for yourself and then others you know i think an awful lot of us can relate to that of you know if somebody comes to you in in, in I know that you have said to me in the past, you can't beat yourself up for the way that you're feeling. Mm-hmm. But there's that inability to say that to yourself. And, and I relate to that completely. Yeah. Um, and, I, and also I find to, to say I've been depressed this week, it's still, it's such a loaded thing to say, it seems. It shouldn't be, but it's such a, I don't know if it's that people can uh, picture an anxious person more than they can picture a depressed person? Is uh, it that um, th- there's that, that guilt as well of, well, what on earth have I got to be depressed about? As if there's something you can quantify. So it's like, you know, I have X, Y, or Z, and therefore I deserve to feel uh, this I'm way. I'm
0: allowed to be, yeah. Um, yeah,
1: it just doesn't exist um, like that. And I, th- I, and I wonder... are you able to kind of put into words what it feels like or the lack of feeling
0: Um, you've had this week i mean it is it is difficult i mean i can explain what it looks like which might in a way be helpful because Mm -hmm. even when it's happening i am almost seeing it from my girlfriend's perspective because i feel i'm aware of how i'm being as in I can feel myself not really making an effort. And as uh, yes, when we spoke yesterday on the phone, it was a little bit like that. I mean, it wasn't as bad. Well, maybe you would disagree, but I, with my girlfriend, obviously she's the only person I'm seeing and I, I'm the only person she's seeing. And for long stretches in the middle of the day, I can, she's talking to me and, you know, being nice and lovely and her usual self and it's like it's like it's all sort of happening behind a pane of glass or something I just feel completely disconnected from it and it's like no matter how much uh, I don't know love or whatever she's showing me none of it gets in and occasionally it it feel I think that there's a kind of perception that if you're depressed you're like really incredibly sad all the time and while that might be the case sometimes it's like i don't know if i would describe it like that although although i have i suppose but it's just a lack of motivation or enthusiasm about anything even things that that would normally bring me some uh enjoyment you know, I find it really difficult to work on on music or whatever because it just feels, I don't know, it feels like it doesn't really matter. So uh, I don't feel the need, the enthusiasm to put any effort into, into it. And when I can kind of tell that I'm really having, I don't know, I don't want to call, I don't want to say episode, but I'm having some kind of more severe... Stint. <laughs> I have no idea what to call, but I'm having. <laughs> a, that works. A period of more, like where it's more severe, because there are times when I can outwardly, I, I, can feel that way, but not kind of show it to the people around me. And then there are times where I realize how I'm must be coming across, but I just can't even be bothered to do anything about it and I can't be bothered to even try to pretend that I'm not feeling okay uh
1: well I think as well in it would almost be pointless I think to act as if you were because I think often when I've been around people that are feeling depressed it's you can feel it um it, does that make sense I don't know if that's a uh, yeah help helpful thing to say but it, it's kind of like but there when is a spectrum. Somebody. Yes. Be- yeah, yeah, because
0: yeah. I, I think you're, you're right that when it's at a certain level of severity, that's kind of what I'm describing. It's like when you no longer can uh, yes. hide it or whatever. Because I, I don't even want to say hide it. Sometimes I'm feeling, you know, I'm not feeling my best, but... Mm. I can still get on with my day and I can still, you know, I don't want my day to be about, you know, feeling unhappy or whatever. So, uh, so I don't want to show it to my girlfriend, for example, if it's, if it's not that intense, (laughs) you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And then other times I just like, can't, it feels like a complete uh, waste of time to even try and fake it or whatever. So I don't. And... As you say, a lot of the time you can kind of tell when someone is, well, I mean, like yesterday, I'm sure the the difference even to how I sound today to how I did yesterday on the phone is probably something that you could notice. And it's the same with when I speak to my family on the phone. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how they would describe it because I don't know. We don't talk about it in this way, but... There are times where I can feel myself just not making an an effort to. Do you um? Sorry, Ollie. Um. Do you
1: find that at some point the depression and therefore how you're behaving leads itself into a kind of a bit of self loathing that then kind of finds its in a cyclical way. It finds itself back into starting a, a depression
0: again. Um. Y- yeah. Well, I definitely will you know i don't like the way i am in those when i'm in those moods i don't like how i maybe am making other people feel or um mm. so yeah and then that kind of and also uh, because i don't get anything done i don't get any work done and then that becomes well you you never get anything done anyway so you know why bother etc mm. um and a- again, in normal <laughs> circumstances, I would get out of this space and go for a walk. And I'm not saying I-, I would, you know, be completely like, oh, well, there's that done. I'm fine now. But I really do think that for for me um and all of everything I'm saying is obviously just my experience. And I'm not trying to describe anyone else's. But for me, going... F- outside even just for a little bit makes a huge difference and and i do have a balcony i'm lucky and i wonder if that's part of the reason i feel like i enjoy the mornings because this the sun comes the sun hits our balcony for about oh. 45 minutes in the morning and then for the rest of the day it's gone um <laughs> yeah but like i have my morning coffee out there and and again i think it's because it's this weird thing of both at morning and at night. I don't in in the morning. I feel like the day is just begun, and I can fill it however I choose. And maybe it'll be a really good productive day. And at night, I think, well, the day's done, so there's nothing I can do about the day. So don't fret about it. You don't. Yeah. You're not going to suddenly do any work now or anything like whatever. And then it's the actual meat of the day where that potential is slowly showing itself to actually just be the same old shite, that's when it, the gleam goes a little bit and you realise that in the morning you thought this was going to be some some magic day. And it could be. I could have made it magic, maybe. But I didn't. So... <sighs>
1: uh but yeah but that's yeah you can't get
0: hung up on that i know i'm just saying these are the thoughts i have i'm not no 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 i i
1: yeah 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 no i i know i'm just trying to reassure you yeah i know that's you know maybe not the most helpful i don't what like so yesterday i rang you before we would have recorded the podcast to check in and you you did just sound flat you know? Did I sound like um, Hans Molman from Simpsons? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Um, and I don't know if this was helpful or not, but I kind of... I don't know if I deliberately did it initially, but I was kind of like, well, I want to see how long I can keep Ollie on the phone. And I wouldn't like... Not where it gets uncomfortable, but I just wanted to be able to talk with you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, and I, I
0: enjoyed our conversation. I definitely think I uh perked up
1: but that's what i was going to say it was it was just really nice to to hear say we were on the phone for 40 minutes half an hour by the end there was a difference and and i think it's in that it even if that's just because you were distracted a tiny bit Mm -hmm. for 20 minutes of it or whatever i think that it's um and i was talking with my sister about this last week it's the um it goes back to that thing of just human interaction and uh, you don't need to, we didn't talk at length about how you were feeling. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily what needs to happen at at that moment. It's more just the, I think by and large, we just chat shit yesterday. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's probably why it's enjoyable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But me and Jess started to talk about the fact that when you find yourself Feeling low, the advice or what you find personally often is the fact that talking to somebody or what we're all echoing at the moment is I got out for some fresh air and it made the world of difference. Mm-hmm. And what is never, you don't hear people say is, Oh, so I, um, yeah, I started to feel a bit shit. So I just, I flicked through Instagram for two hours and that <laughs> did me the world of good. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you, you don't often hear, th- do, 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 what I'm instead of focusing on what isn't good for you it, it's more like the yeah what you often hear echoed is it's the interaction with other people and it's the interaction with physical you know the going outside world. and being yeah yeah and and so that there's no um surprise that yourself and many others are finding this isolation overwhelming overbearing and and I don't think you should overlook that as a yes I, as
0: a uh, part of it. Ab- absolutely, yeah. absolutely, it's got to be a, a big part, and for a lot of people, um, it will be very strange, and it might be their first time experiencing anything approaching kind of the like a feeling of isolation. I, I read something today in the Guardian, um, which was about loneliness during the lockdown. And it made clear that you don't have to be um, isolating on your own to be feeling lonely because being alone and loneliness is is different. But it talked about how, what's going on. In fact, I've got it in front of me and I want to just get the right. Yeah, so th- this um, there's this thing called the campaign to end loneliness. And the uh, director of that said that what we're experiencing now is what thousands of older people experience all the time. And mm. that really did make me think that about that kind of the being housebound or being reliant on outside other people to, to do things for you is something that for a lot of older people is happening all the time. And in no- normal circumstances, when things are back to normal, we should maybe remember that a little bit because it doesn't have to be that way all the time for for older people. But in that article, they talk about how one positive uh, kind of effect that this is happening is that it seems like a lot of people actually are talking about how they're feeling in a way that they perhaps wouldn't have before. I've certainly spoken to some friends that uh, that I haven't really talked about this kind of thing previously uh, t- about how they're finding this weird and difficult. And that seems so simple. But a lot of the time, especially with male friends, I I don't really have those conversations very often. We had to start a, f- a podcast to hold ourselves to, to do it. <laughs> um, but like, and in that same article there was um some an an nhs worker who said that her colleagues and her they they're talking about the strain it's having on them more and more in a way that they wouldn't before before there's i think in the medical profession there's this kind of idea that you have to be very strong and just get your head down and get on with things but people are experiencing this ex- extreme situation and so they're saying to their colleagues and people like this is how I'm feeling and they're sharing in those things mm. and that must on some level do a, a world of good and maybe mm. it will change the way when things go back to normal and it's not so hectic, maybe they will still be able to say I'm having a, a tough time or this week has been really difficult um, or whatever. Um
1: Yeah, and I've certainly heard on the radio news more and more um, kind of a focus on, you know, and even the Chancellor's speech yesterday or his announcement or whatever it's called was, you know, we need to keep a focus on, um, I can't remember how he worded it, but other important uh, operations and worlds within the NHS. And the two examples he gave were cancer patients Mm -hmm. and uh, people's mental health Mm. and i think that they then today even they had a um, psychiatrist that works in a particular nhs hospital and you know that there's a real uh, focus and it seems like a shared understanding that this is something that we're going to have to pay attention to and something that beyond this we need to pay attention to yeah um I, and that's a sad thing because i think it's it's because unfortunately many people are really finding this hard um yeah. but you know i i think it's uh i don't know i always find it reassuring when i hear it's spoken about on such a huge level it's it feels like a kind of um i don't know uh what what's
0: the word i'm looking for of course we're not we're not uh minimizing all the bad stuff that is going on and how difficult it is. I don't know. I think at least in all this, there is maybe something we can learn from the way way we keep an eye on people. Uh, Sorry, I'm slightly distracted because I'm trying to find this thing Um, in, in Spain. They have this app that you use to monitor if you have any physical symptoms of, uh, COVID-19. And so you put it in and it'll advise you and they use it to kind of track the numbers and stuff like that. Um, And that was how it was launched at first. It was just that. But then I think, I mean, I can't find it, but I think that they had a new version where they're also asking you a few questions about your mental health. So you kind of, Mm. you can put a few words describing, choose from a, a list of words and describe how you're, how you're coping. Because This is a multifaceted thing. Obviously, there are the Mm. people who will actually get the virus. And then there's the majority of people who um, maybe won't directly get the virus, or if they do, it won't be very severe. But they're still affected by the whole thing. And, you know, it's going to be interesting and difficult to go back to normal after this. And these are all things that we need to keep an eye on and look after each other because it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be made easier if we are um more open about these things i think absolutely yeah
1: um yeah and it, it and it goes on that's the other thing is everything is um it's ongoing everything that we find ourselves in at the minute it's um that's the thing i've had to remind myself is i realized that day to day i was kind of living I'd got to a point where I was going like, oh, you know, when this is over. Yeah. And I realised that it wasn't really the healthiest way to be looking at it because it meant that I was seeing this period of time as outside of living or outside of life. And, you know, we are way into the second month of the real intense um, kind of restrictions and... and, and, I've been having to try and remind myself at different moments in the day to appreciate that although this is unwelcome and not uh, not ideal in any way, it is
0: what life is. It's for still me right now. Yes, that I think that's a lot of people will be feeling that. And what you're saying is really important. You do have to. You have to well,
1: because tr- the alternative is you. You look back over your, you know, whenever and you're like, oh, there's that year that I did i just spent in waiting Mm -hmm. for it to to not be or or however sorry i've just chucked a year out there i don't know how long it's going to be but Mm -hmm. but just on a personal level that's it's kind of been helping me bit by bit to kind of although it's not uh as i said welcome or
0: it it, it is what i found myself in um and obviously it's easier for some than others to to come to terms with that and I don't think either of us are saying like, well, you just have to accept it and um, oh god, no. try and have no, fun no. Uh, because, no, you no. know, people, yeah, obviously it's much more difficult for some people than it is for others. But I, I, I think you just, in terms of the way you're approaching each day, because I was certainly doing this as well, and I probably still am, I'm just approaching it as if well here's another day in quarantine therefore it, it's almost not real it doesn't really it's just lost yes. time and yeah i i, I, I just brought it up more it as is, an observation
1: that i've had in my own life and something that i've found useful to kind of remind myself of you know just talking to you yesterday and today it um there is a world in difference uh, in how you kind of sound but uh it's just very nice for me to know that you're kind of able to even you know entertain doing this podcast today so thank you and I'm I'm happy that you're um feeling you know even if marginally a bit better um wow. and I, I did think about you last night because I just I, I feel as if everybody's got the thing that's unique to their isolation experience that is the bit that is the clincher the bit that makes it harder um that is like and I think you being I just felt for you being abroad, and I know that's where you live and have lived, but I was sympathetic to the fact that at times that, you know, will be adding to everything. Yeah. Um, well, the, I think not, my aim isn't just to drill that home to you now. I, don't <laughs> I, know, no, oh, I Ollie, know. Ollie, Ollie, don't, I don't forget, mate. You know how this is all? Yeah. <laughs> well, it must be even worse, hey? yeah but i I, do i I feel as if everybody's got the thing that, that that um that makes each experience unique and difficult in its own way
0: Here, here in in Spain, things are changing a little bit, and on s- this Saturday, or when you listen to the podcast the past Saturday, in theory, we will all be allowed out for an hour of exercise a day. That could change, but I have to say, I am looking forward to that and gym the, shark. O- the other day, yeah, straight to the gym. Uh, <laughs> No, I am not doing. When I say an hour of exercise, I'm going to take a leisurely walk and soak in the sun and oh the trees. yes. And oh. I just yeah. I I this past weekend um they started allowing children out with their parents for an hour of exercise and I went out on on Sunday to just to the supermarket um and the streets it was almost normal life again. It was so s- strange how, in a space of two months, suddenly, just the presence of like children on the street like milling around it felt like i was I was almost concerned. I was like, "I hope these kids are staying safe um I was just enjoying picturing the
1: streets of Barcelona alive with kind of youthful you know.
0: Yeah. Woohoo. Giggles yeah. And I mean, I, excitement. There was literally people, uh, someone outside my door, kids outside my door with these huge ice creams. It was like a stereotype. Oh, oh yeah. Um, and like, yeah. My initial reaction was like, this is so beautiful, and uh, I'm so glad for these kids. And then I thought, you little shits get to go out, and I don't. <laughs> it very quickly turned to that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Oli, have you got
0: an email to share with us this week? I do. Um give me one second. Oh, wait, no, I don't. Uh remember the whole premise? Um the I don't, but the messenger boy might bring us some. Remember? It oh, yes, happens every sorry. week. <laughs> oh yes, sorry, sorry okay well come on over little boy sorry you get yeah. you've been for- erased and forgotten about because yeah, you're so I, pathetic <laughs> i feel as
1: if of all, all the things that we've said about him the most That's offensive the is just to, f- to just to forget that he's a part of this yeah. show email for you my lord news from east sire emails just come in my
0: lord so this email is from alice and alice has come up with quite an ingenious solution to the issue of do i say hello george hello ollie do i say hello ollie hello george she says hello jolly um oh
1: i like that no one can complain
0: about that yeah i hope you're both staying safe and sane during this weird time apologies if this is a bit long Apology accepted. It's not that long. I was flown back from New Zealand four weeks ago after booking a last-minute emergency flight due to the lockdown. It took 44 hours. Oh, God, Ooh. And I've been travelling for the last two and a half years. Anyway, when I came home, I found the adjustment incredibly hard. Not only was I adjusting to lockdown the way we all are, but I was also adjusting to being in the UK and living long-term with my family for the first time in six years. My whole world aye, had aye, turned aye. Up... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that makes me say "ay ay ay" as yeah. well, George. Yeah. <laughs> my whole world had turned upside down, and also, I, just, I mean, I love my family, but you know.
1: Oh God, yeah, as, as do I. But and six much years. all it... my brothers and sisters in Canada. Oh
0: yeah, ay ay ay. My whole world had turned. Ter... <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just find I, I, I a very funny way of expressing. Whoa, I, 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 Okay. I apologize, Alice. We will get through this email. Um, my whole world had turned upside down and I continue to be unsure of what the future holds. As a freelance writer, I lost some of my clients and found that almost as bad as the lack of income was the lack of purpose. I felt like I had no reason to get up in the morning, and having been in recovery for three years for an eating disorder, found the whole situation extremely triggering, although I'm staying strong and refused to bow to that. Anyway, I bought a puzzle to focus on and threw myself into it. I got into a routine, enjoying the progress, and when I finished, my parents and younger sister noticed how I had seemed like I'd lost my sense of purpose. The lack of something to do and focus on each day had really got to me. It might sound mad, but with little else to do with my day, I found the progression strangely comforting. So a few days after, my sister, who works for the NHS and has a lot on her plate, presented me with a new puzzle she'd ordered for me. Days later, puzzles kept appearing at my house. It turns out she had sent out an appeal to our extended family without my knowing, and the lovely people closest to me have sent me a range of puzzles to keep me occupied, focused and cheerful. I'd never done a puzzle until isolation, probably shouldn't attribute my happiness to it right now. I promise I do have other hobbies and things to do, but it's the little (laughs) things at the moment, and I'm so grateful to my sister. She's working full-time on the front line at our local hospital and still recognised that I wasn't myself and wanted to cheer me up. Thank you for continuing with the podcast. It's extremely grounding listening to others talk about their mental health and normalising the conversation. Much love to you and yours, Alice um oh, the power may, of puzzle. emotional
1: me too yeah I, I tell you what i love all of our podcast children equally but that's my <laughs> favorite email that we've ever had so far
0: okay we might w- I, I just I, I, sorry just qu- i want to have a discussion off air about what we call the listeners i <laughs> don't want to call <laughs> them our podcast children um, <laughs> okay. but i know what you mean all our Honestly, brothers and sisters I did, that hit
1: like, me with real like laughter at the beginning there was the right amount of comedy and then that that was like oh it hit me me just too just the what an act of sheer kindness from her sister there, yes, and just a family time, vibes
0: like i mean <sighs> i know that we, we are all deeply proud and thankful to all the the nhs stuff but just thinking about how much stress she must be under at work, still having the the kind of emotional intelligence to 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 sense that something was off yeah. with her sister and to to contact the rest of the family that is yeah, it's incredible and alice you've you're very lucky to have such a wonderful family, and I'm sure they're lucky to have you and keep puzzling unfortunately alice did not send us any pictures of her puzzles so you can't sneer and say that's actually no, d- honestly, well easy
1: <laughs> i'm having a little cry over here so i'm happy there's no picture of a puzzle because i feel like if i had to pretend to like Just to get go like that puzzle the, shit yeah. like, <laughs> it might i might i might lose some of its uh yes. that's a really beautiful message to hear it is. um Thank yeah, you very thank much, you very Alice. Alice. Much. And,
0: well, wh- I think that's probably a nice way to to end <sighs> this week's pod. Um, yes, mate. Thank you very much, George. I've definitely, I mean, I was already feeling better today, but I feel even better for having spoken to my dear, sweet friend, Mr. Jeff. <laughs> <Hesworth>. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: uh, well, thank you, mate. And, um, you know, I kind of deliberately gave you some space this week from just memes and all of that nonsense but if you want me to turn yeah, the tap listen, back on I'm, I'm happy to flood your phone
0: i'm ready to drown in memes
1: <laughs> okay well that's always that's the kind of measure of how you're doing you know yeah. how how, how, how open to the idea of memes is yeah your, is ollie
0: because there are times um, when a, a meme it loses its shine in in the cold light of day um, <laughs> yeah. and there are other times where all you want is a meme um, oh god and right now i'm ready more to than meme. anything yeah
1: yeah okay well good i'll bear that in mind and um just obviously if if you're out there and listening to this and you have any friends or family that you think might benefit from listening to two idiots chat through things
0: once a week well Um, one idiot one yeah one idiot and we'll let
1: you uh, yeah we'll let you guess who's who (laughs) i think (laughs) if we did an instagram poll i think i know which which direction that would swing um oh i do um yes but just please do pass on the podcast and um you know spread spread the love spread the word and then i don't have to go door to door yeah um, it would be preferable
0: (laughs) yeah um also yes mate if you want to get in touch and something that uh i've seen a little bit i think because we've been asking for people's positive stories which we love but i think it's okay to talk about how you're feeling in general this email that we just read from alice she's being very honest about her experiences and and we really appreciate that. So you don't have to have um, everything tied up in a neat bow because a lot of us don't at the moment. But yeah, if you want to get in touch, George, the best way to do it is
1: so the best way to email us, um or oh,
0: sorry. Okay, there we go. You've messed it up. Okay. You've messed up our joke.
1: Okay. <laughs> Okay, hold on. The best way to contact us is to email at phonafriend. No, you've no. everything's no? okay.
0: So send an email to contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com. dot com. Um get in touch, let us know how you're doing, and we'll see you next week.
1: Yeah, I think I think I just quickly Ollie, I really appreciate you saying that about the whole it was really nice to receive so many amazing emails about positive stories, but I think it's uh it's good to shine a light on the things people are going through.
0: Yes. And 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 I I don't want people to think that we're kind of imagining that it's all sweetness and light uh and people yeah. people baking cakes for each other and stuff. The the purpose of that was just because Everything else out there is obviously quite scary and negative, so there's definitely room for a bit of light as well. Um, yeah, I think so. But, yes, uh, just get in touch. God. Just get in touch.
1: Get in touch. Get in touch. Get in touch.
0: And Alice, maybe you can uh, send us some pictures of your puzzles next week once we're a bit less emotional. We, we'll we'll be able to look at them with a clear analytical mind and not be um, swayed by, uh, you know... The the emotion from yeah. the, this week's email. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll speak to you next week, George.
1: Yeah. Thank you, Ollie. Uh, just quickly, uh, sending love to our brothers and sisters oh, in Canada. Yeah, little rat. <laughs>